day everyone, welcome to another episode of Think Out Loud, Minds in the Mind, where we talk about life, school, and whatever thought comes to mind, providing a platform for your ideas. I'm your host, your speaker, your friend, Marco Bolido. With that out of the way, let's start talking. So, it it's not it's not something that is new to us, it's not something that is oblivious to a lot of people, but it is an important thing to tackle especially with my trend in this channel in my podcast about the well-being of students of of being a student especially as a student as well uh, we need to realize the best course of action to protect ourselves physically mentally and emotionally so it's no secret and it's it's not something that is weird that many of us has felt confused sad or depressed at one point in our lives it's not something that is out of the blue or is not normal it is actually a very common thing that happens when it comes to being a teen we tend to experience these episodes of insecurity anxieties and all of those stuff that is really unsettling once you're in middle school especially or in high school now this is a very sad thing because it's you no know, instead of being an exception instead of being something that is weird it, it is a natural phenomena that occurs in kids again back to the Eric Erickson psychosocial development and in that part of your age in between the identity and role confusion you're confused on who you are you feel that you need to conform you feel like you don't know who you are and and it's really sad because we think it is thoughts we start to think abstract and then we try to figure out who we are as a as people and it's very difficult if you're going through it because you don't know where to start nobody knows where to start you could know where you should have start when you're maybe like 25 30 but we don't know where to start we're just walking around confused what to do with our lives and that's a very sad thing you know if we go back to the psychosocial development chart in that identity versus confusion we try to see where we fit in you know between the ages of 13 to 21 we try to fit in we try to see what we can do to, in this world what we can add to it or what's our role in it and that's really difficult and again if we look at another development chart it is the Piaget's cognitive development theory and it is in, in its fourth stage there's only four stages in this but in this fourth stage which is named as the formal operational stages this is from the ages of 12 above so this is when we think abstractly first we see objects after that we see concrete thoughts of objects next we have can observe them better and then we get to think abstractly i'll link down below for a good example of that but it's really something that we need to see because 
these two things that when we think abstractly, when we think we want to have a role in this world and we think theoretically, this entails with it a social, emotional, and psychological distress because again, you're gonna be hit with this abstract thinking. You start thinking these thoughts. It's not something that one morning you get to think. No, it starts with small steps of abstract thinking. And then you get to the ages of somewhere between 18 or somewhere between 14 to 15, 14 to above, I mean. You start thinking abstractly more and more and then you get confused because, again, you're trying to question, you're not trying to question life, but you're trying to figure out what life is, you know. It, you're, you've just been alive for like 14, 15 years and then you're gonna be confused, no doubt. And whether or not you know the answer is gonna be difficult nonetheless. And this is not something that is just an opinion of mine, actually. According to the gov.uk, if you go down below to the link below, and I have already cited this in my Why Do I Care So Much episode, episode 4. I link that below as well. According to the gov.uk, the Mental Health Foundation of the United Kingdom, 20% of children can be diagnosed with a mental illness each year. And 50% of all mental illness are established by age 14. So, if you see someone who is diagnosed with depression, diagnosed with anxiety, diagnosed with different things, it's likely that they establish that illness when they're 14 or somewhere between that ages because that is when you experience much distress. That is the reason why many people say that middle school sucks because all of you are just trying to figure out who you are, what you are, what you should do. That's a very difficult task to do. Especially as a child, you don't, we don't have the enough tools and experience to do that. One of my ideologies in life is you, you can be smarter than an, an elderly, but you can never be more experienced than an elderly. Because, again, even if you're intelligent, you don't know the experience yet. You don't know the struggles yet. You can plan all you want, but you're not going to be able to succeed if you don't listen to experience. So, let's see. That's according to the gov.uk, 20% of all children can be diagnosed with a mental illness each year. And according to the CDC, this is in America. 3.2% of all children, that is 1.9 million children, between the ages of 3 to 17 are diagnosed with depression. This is a study from 2018. I'll link down below. So, with all of this definition, with all of these things, it's really like something that you th- get discouraged because you're gonna think, oh, this is the... Uh, life we're living you're gonna be sad and this is not something to discourage anyone this is something to show that not only does people experience this but because a lot of people experience this there is a solution not a, not a clear and cut solution not something that is very straightforward solution but a solution nonetheless so first let's tackle for those who haven't experienced or yeah, for those who haven't experienced, it was a spiral, like gray, numb, and you're like you're in your own world. And this is not something coming from me, this is something that is coming from a testimonial site. If you go to the 
in the site below. And according to the psychiatric de definition of depression or major depressive disorder, you feel a loss of motivation. You feel a you feel a differ in your appetite, mostly losing your appetite, and you tend to find yourself oversleeping or not getting enough sleep. And also you feel a loss of energy and you have difficulty focusing. You know, when people have so much things in their heads and they're thinking that they cannot speak to anyone, feel like their mouths are taped. It's really difficult to focus because you're gonna think this is worthless and also it's very difficult to focus because you have many, a lot of things in your head. You know, Jim Quick, one of the needing experts, he said, one of the greatest things and best way to learn is to first forget. And he said, not only forget what you know, but most effectively forget what's around you. Because if you keep thinking of what's around you, you're going to be conscious of it. You're going to focus on it and your attention is divided. Now, that is a sad thing to happen because... Of course, the repercussion of those things is really detrimental. And so, now we tackle the psychiatric definition or the psychiatric, yeah, psychiatric definition or explanation of how depression or sadness, not even depression, just general sadness, intense sadness feel like. And one of the testimonial definition that I read is, it feels like they're in their own world unheard no one is with them and this is something that i added they they question life causing raising thoughts and again this is very distressful that's why again 50 percent of all mental illness established by age 14 because of this overwhelming thoughts in your head get numb to emotion or the very least you feel like you don't know them and you feel anxious one of the Thing that entails depression or vice versa is anxiety if you have a lot of anxiety it's possible that you develop depression or if you're if you're depressed you most likely have anxiety so and this is not just something that oh when i become a teen or that's why when i was a teen i felt sadness or i felt depressed there's other reasons it's not it is not just development so it's may, maybe it's because of a loss of a loved one maybe because you have a chronic illness or someone you love someone you know that has a chronic illness or you're in a toxic relationship not only romantically but friends families you know any connections that is toxic that you try to keep alive this will probably cause extreme sadness and might lead to depression but so we have we heard some testimonies and psychiatric explanation of how depression feels like but it's something that we tend to dismiss when we see testimonials not even for depression but other things see the testimonials because we're not trusting too much some of us so it is just something that is very difficult and i i just want to share a story with you i just want to share my story and my, my classmate's story so I remember seeing my classmates. I was 6th and 7th grade. You know, they were experiencing 
they were experiencing some depression. I have friends that experienced depression and to see them like that is very hurtful to me because again, nobody wants another person to see suffer. And when I'm in grade 6, I remember one friend of mine just very numb, very numb to emotions already. That's why it's very numb to emotions already. That's why it is very sad because I remember talking to her and I said, no, this life is sad. And then she said, yeah, I know. I just hope this would end. I said, no, I might feel sad, but I'm not going to go that far. And I encourage her to have a positive, positive outlook on life. And right now, I believe that she adopted my mentality before to just stay strong. And it is very difficult. Maybe you're experiencing SAD or seasonal afflicted depression because may- maybe it's not depression all the way but a depression nonetheless depression and depression that's happened in season and this can cause a lot of things you know OCD that you feel have you lost control in everything that's why you need to control something in your life obsessive compulsive disorder and this is not just something that you do something repetitively yes it is one definition but it can also be Repetition of thinking, repetition of actions, repetition of doing stuff or doing routines again and again. So, you feel that you're in control of something. And, or maybe it can cause a physical manifestation of it is body pain. Sometimes the brain do not tackle mental illness to for you to not think about it. It makes part of your body ache. So, you focus on that ache instead of the mental illness. But however, if you tackle the fruits and not the roots, then the root is just gonna bring more fruits of pain, body pain. And maybe it's not a body pain, it's a complicated pain or something because you feel like you're in a great position, wrong life. That is another emotional manifestation. You're in a great position. You're, you have a great status in your school, in your workplace. And you feel like you're living the wrong life, you know. And especially, you're gonna feel sad because there was there is an increase of depression in this in our time. Especially, it is and can you guess what it is? Social media. But the increase of social media, you know, the growth of media, the comparison of their fake lives of their highlighted lives, to our mediocre quote unquote mediocre lives, and their life is not real their manufactured life and we try to compare ourselves because that's what children do that's how you develop you compare your competency to others that's how you develop competence the feeling of competence and there was a study made link down below there was a study made that when researchers took children from 1991 to children from 1992 and compared them to children from children from 2001 and 2002 the 2001-2002 children are more self-harming compared to the folks 10 years older than them. You know? And according to the CDC, there was a increase in depression in children from 9% to 15%. And then there was a increase in self-harm in children from 3 to 17 years old from 12% to more than 14%. Especially in COVID, you know, in this time of COVID, even adults are getting pulled into this into depression 
they there was a research in go down below and there was a research that says that the adults 45% of the adults so most so almost the majority 45% of adults are experiencing depression because of the loss of jobs and that is not something that's mocked that is not something that we should take lightly because mental health is serious depression is is serious because again our minds is so great so powerful we need to take care of it we need to take care of it because with great power comes great responsibility we have with the great power of thinking we need we have a great responsibility to maintain that thing to keep thinking you know keep our minds healthy and so just a solution that i saw that and uh, no, it is not me but a research that i saw that and it's very great solution said by jordan peterson and other psychologists is to have a healthy lifestyle it's not rocket science to think that if you don't have a le- healthy lifestyle you don't have a healthy mind so again he said so again first and foremost get a psychiatrist and or an advisor an advisor such as a pastor a guidance or a pet or be close to your parents because those people know what to do those people went through this stuff and they know how this thing goes and especially get a psychiatrist because they are trained into this sort of topic and severe depression can be debilitating it's not something that be taken seriously and as children we're not experts on anything yet especially emotions even some adults or even the elderly not expert and this is just something to say that as children you are not alone no you are not alone even the adults and elderly are experiencing this thing so we all need help need all need fixing you know so explore your thoughts and emotions that's why you need a psychiatrist for this because again sometimes it's very difficult to go back to emotions you know memories doubts trauma especially trauma you know never downplay trauma whatever trauma it is because one can be a firefighter one can be a an army you might say well just the firefighter just faced fire and then but the soldier faced life or death both are trauma and they should trauma should not be downplayed and so again you need to reflect alone or in a quiet place get a hold of your emotions you can control anything besides how you react to things and there's one other thing that i love and that i really get got inspired by jim quick said your thermostat not a thermometer so how you react to things is how you is how you affect the world if humans didn't think of building a house then with because they didn't react to the cold weather then they're they'd be freezing you know if you didn't react negatively to touching hot water you'd be touching hot water left and right or you when you touch hot water you won't react negatively and then you will be burned so so but you can affect that environment you can change that environment because you are a thermostat not a thermometer and one proper thing to do is again have a healthy lifestyle diet hydration sleep and exercise this is something that is said by then a harvard student link down below 
and NCBI, the National Center for Biotechnical Information. So, it is said by biologists, biotechnicians, that you need a healthy lifestyle. So, that's just something that is very important. So, I hope this helps you and this is the end of the video. You can take anything with you and I hope this will help you. And go down below, share your thoughts, share your comments, and like and subscribe when you want. And that's all. This is Mark Rebolido for Think Out Loud, signing out.